Hello folks, this is Jason here, and thanks for tuning in to the Santa Banter Podcast. A quick message before we start the episode. The last thing we want is to ruin the Christmas magic for any children out there. We will be discussing some of the behind-the-scenes aspects of the Christmas season, so it may not be best for little ears to hear. Parents, we do encourage you to listen though. You might learn a tip or two about making the most wonderful time of year a little more magical. Anyway, on with the episode. And welcome welcome to to Santa Banter. Banter podcast for those who love to get dressed up in the big red suit. Hi, my name's Santa Jason. And I am Santa Dave. And this is episode five, Young Santas. Santa Dave, how are you on this fine afternoon? I am, you know what, I'm doing great, uh, Santa Jason, how are you? Oh mate, after our football chat last week, my team won this weekend, so I'm feeling a little bit better. Let's not talk about it. It was it was not a great week for the Gold Coast Suns this week, so um, it was close. It was a very close. It was actually a brilliant match and uh, pretty proud of, you know, it was, it was great to see them, you know, having a primetime match for once, you know, Thursday night. Exactly. Um, and it was a very, very good match, very close, but yeah, no good results for me. But you did pretty well. Oh, look, I started watching the replay today, which is uh, always a fun thing to do when, when your team wins. When you lose, <laughs> not so much. But uh, again, this will when this comes out, who knows where our teams will be. It's kind of going to come out in a, a couple of weeks after we record it. Just, you know, re- give some secrets of the podcast world, recording it in advance. But uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good week um, other than that. So I've been excited all day to chat about young Santa, something that we've touched on in our earlier episodes, something we're both experienced with, and we've got another special guest. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I'll, we'll introduce him in a second, but it's someone that I've known for a long time. So I'm <laughs> um, looking forward to having him on board. Uh, Jason, I thought we, we would start off today because we've got a really, uh, we've got a busy week, you and I. We've got, we've got to do a bit of watching. Um, bit of homework, so, Dave. We've got a Dave, homework. the teacher. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm setting the homework. <laughs> um, so yeah, so but I, but I wanted to know because out of just out of interest, um, what's your favourite Christmas movie? Um, my favourite Christmas movie. It's not really a a Christmas sea movie in this in the true sense of the world. It's more in sense of the word. It's more a movie set at Christmas, which I think there's a two different. Things, but I'm a big fan of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, brilliant. Uh, so again, that's one that's set at Christmas rather than uh, has Christmas as the main plot point. But um, very funny. Always enjoy enjoy that one. You could also say that Home Alone is like the same thing. It's set at Christmas, but it doesn't really have a a strong Christmas yeah. kind of plot through it. Yeah. I mean, personally, personally, my look, it's hard because it, you, it, that's like <laughs> love, actually, love actually for me, you know, you, I can't go oh, past love actually. Yes. And I, I've been in many heated debates whether that film has aged well. I still believe that it's a fantastic film to watch at Christmas time. Um, and it's not that old, but my absolute favorite and probably the reason I'm going to end today is I used to watch <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street, like so much as a kid. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. No, I actually haven't. 
Absolutely a must watch. It's it's quite an old film. Uh, there's a there's a there's a black and white one and there's a more updated one. But, okay. Uh, it's all about like, yeah. It's I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic <laughs> and, and definitely worth a watch. And there's a play as well, and I think a musical as well. But it's um the films are great. And 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 the other Christmas one, and I'm just gonna start dishing them out here. But um, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, brilliant, right? So good, so good. So that was my every Christmas miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and um, and yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol, and now it's Love Actually. You know, uh, sit down, watch Love Actually, at least a couple of times every season, I reckon. Oh really? Once yeah. with the partner, and then once on your own when you're needing a little bit of injection of Christmas spirit. <laughs> that's that, that's it. <laughs> but also, I, I, and I can't remember any specific ones, but there was always the like particularly in the couple of days before Christmas, all the Christmas cartoons, like the Hanna-Barbera cartoons and the Looney Tunes, mm. Christmas-themed cartoons that were always there, always thoroughly enjoyed those as well. But, um, yeah, the uh, yeah, they're, they're also two uh, some of my favourite kind of... I, I have to go and dig them up back, at, uh, back on YouTube or something when, uh, <laughs> when yeah. it comes around to Christmas time. But yeah. I reckon... Uh, What's what's the homework this week, Dave? We'll share it with uh, those listening so they can do their homework as well. Yeah. And then we can all have a conversation uh, next week about what we're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a documentary I watched a couple of years ago. Um, and it involves a guy called Mick Foley. I don't know you, mm. if, if the listeners out there have heard of Mick Foley, but certainly me growing up as a big wrestling fan, huge, right? Great. You, you know Mick Foley, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a documentary. Mankind. Oh, mankind. What what was one of his <laughs> other personas? Ah, uh, that's the one that sticks to mind because he had the sock, socko. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's but. this. Yeah, socko exactly, and then he had the hippie character as well. He had a he had a yep. few. Um, I think he he was often um, uh, just Mick Foley himself too. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, yeah, so there's a there's a. I guess a documentary called Becoming Santa and it's um it's brilliant it's it's all about Mick Foley learning the ins and outs of becoming a Santa uh, oh sorry it's called I am Santa Claus sorry not not becoming Santa it's called I am Santa Claus and it yeah it's all about Mick Foley becoming a Santa Claus learning the tricks of the trade and um interview there's there's all these excellent American Santas in that the the documentary and uh, you know, these men that live and breathe Santa Claus throughout the year um, and just Mick Foley getting, getting some of those tips and tricks and then um, in the end dyeing his own beard, like bleaching his own beard and getting into the character. And yeah, it's a really good watch for anyone out there that wants to see some like real intense Santa action. <laughs> it's this, this, Love it. This documentary. So over the next week, we're going to watch that. And we um, next episode, I reckon we'll have a, a discussion or a view Whatever yeah. we want about that. So, so if you want to watch along during the week, and then we'll you can listen along, or you can just listen to our uh, our chat about it next week. Yeah, which will be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. So, um, yeah. Obviously, the the topic of this week is is younger Santas, and it's one that we've been excited to talk about for quite a while. Um, and mm. I guess we we've got quite a there's so much to talk about because I mean <laughs> we we want younger Santas to get on board. Um, there's, there's so many reasons why we need younger Santas on board. I mean, 
there's a Santa shortage happening, and that has been for a long time now. Yep. Where we need more Santas, and obviously this year we need more younger Santas than ever. Uh, with COVID happening, it's probably a safer thing to have younger Santas in the suit than it is to have some more susceptible to the virus. Um, around the shopping centres. So, uh, and we might, I reckon that um, a lot of people will feel unsafe doing it this year. Um, so, we need more younger Santas. So, if you're listening, uh, please, 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 please consider it. Um, it's so much fun. And uh, leading into that, uh, we have a special guest today, and this is the youngest Santa I know. Is this younger than Santa Bruce? This is this is younger than Santa Bruce, yeah. So Santa Bruce was one of our Santas that started at 17. Tommy, uh, hello there. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Tommy. Good, good, good. Now, when did you start Santering? Um, I started last year. Um, so I'm 18 now, so I started when I was 17. Ooh. Yeah. Honestly, Young. it's like so much fun. <laughs> Highly recommend being a Santa. So much fun. Yeah. No, the 17 is pretty young, but I, I, I wish when I was 17, I'd thought about it. It would have been so cool. So, Tommy, you, you and I know each other quite well. Um, I've known Tommy uh, since he was a, basically a baby. Uh, <laughs> so Very long time. I, yeah, I know, I know. And it's weird seeing you now as this... 18-year-old person that is capable of playing a Santa with a deep voice uh, when I've known you for so long. But, yeah, I mean, I've known your family for a long time. I went to school with your brothers um, and even, I guess, was a teacher for you over the last you know, oh, wow. couple of years. You know, um, I never taught you in the classroom, but, you know, as a teacher at your school as well. So, yeah, it's a little bit odd having you on board today, but I'm so glad you're here. So, yeah, tell us. I want, I want to hear more about you and... and um, what you're doing at the moment, what you do outside of Santa, but also how did you become a Santa? Yeah, so I'm, as I said before, I'm only 18, so I'm in my final year of high school. Uh, what a time to be alive, am I right? Um, <laughs> oh, unlucky, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm, I've been performing since I was five years old, so I've been doing musicals and uh, dramatic plays and things like that. Um, mainly school-based things, but also I've done a few like amateur shows with community theatre companies and stuff like that. Um, the way I got into being a Santa is actually quite a funny story because my brother got the job originally um, and he decided to start his life in his career of being a full-time performer and he went off to Greece to do his contract and I ended up taking his job. And <laughs> the funny thing was is I ended up making more money than he did when he did it. Uh, but that is not the reason why I did it because it's honestly the reward you get from being a Santa is breathtaking. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Does your parents have a Santa that they obviously they've seen you be a Santa and your brother? Do they have a favourite Santa son? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to say it's me, but uh, I just um, I, I can't tell you with that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I yeah. Parents can't pick, but they probably do have a favourite, I reckon, in mind there. Yeah. So, so your brother was a Santa, um, and then you you took on the the mantle and you took on the red suit um, the following year. Where whereabouts do you do you do Santa? Because I know that you know Jason and I often talk about shopping centres, but we've also we've talked about us doing them in nightclubs. We've been Santas at markets, all sorts. Where whereabouts do you Santa? Yep. Um. So mine's a uh, freelance, like community based. Uh, Santa gig um so yeah right mine I was never based in one specific spot so for me uh it was quite tiring because I would walk around the entire 
Eltham area is where I was based, um, and I would go in and out of shops. I would be walking along uh, the um, main road, waving off to cars and things like that. And <laughs> awesome. honestly, it was quite an interesting experience because uh, every time you'd walk down that street and you'd hear all these cars beeping and all these kids laughing and screaming out for Santa, it was just <laughs> it was really weird because I would love to say, "Hey, how's it going?" It's me, but. No, I had to put on the deep voice and I had to say, ho, 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 and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience to uh, play a different character in the real-life scenario because everything I usually do is on a stage. So, yeah, that was quite fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that that sounds like so much fun. I think that's the, that's kind of the dream is getting to kind of roam around and have a mm. bit of fun with the character and, and, you know, wave at cars and all sorts and... Yeah, and you get paid the big bucks uh, mm. doing, the, doing those <laughs> gigs as well, I hear. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's awesome. Uh, I mean, you obviously had your brother as a bit of an influence. Um, uh, maybe not an inspiration. I don't know if you've taken the character in a different way. It's hard when it's Santa. You've, you, there's only really one character you can do. But, um, yeah. I mean, did you find it that um, putting on the red suit for the first time, did you find any, any things that you didn't, you, the surprise you like did you have any difficulties mm. or was there anything that you weren't expecting when you put on that big red suit the first thing that I experienced putting on the big red suit was gosh darn it it is so hot in this suit yeah <laughs> ah, yes yes um, are you are you a big guy Tommy like are you, are you what sort of body shape are you oh I'm as a, well? I, like I'm a bigger specimen I would say um, I'm not like <laughs> a gigantic dude but like I would say that I would aim myself as like a rugby player type of size. Yeah. Like Which big, is about a good Santa shape anyway. Yeah. yeah. Big, big broad dude. So yeah. Perfect. So yeah. So I'm putting on that suit and then, um, uh, we also had a extra padding made. So I would um, plump out and be more jolly. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So having that plus all of the padding just definitely made it very, very hot. And I would love <laughs> my water breaks when I just like take off the wig and I would just like sit there in silence having a drink of water. Oh yeah, it's much <laughs> yeah. needed sometimes. And I can imagine walking through the town and mm. all that kind of thing. And you know, sometimes that that weather can get to forty degrees. Mm. Oh, I, yeah, uh, yeah I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the suit <laughs> in mm. those days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. That's obviously one of the biggest things. Was there any other difficulties that you found um, being a Santa or was it just just the heat was the biggest one? Oh, the heat was a, definitely a big one. But I think the hardest thing is um, getting a little, like a, a child coming up to you saying something like really heartwarming to you, but you can't help them. So like yeah. um, for me, like this little girl, um, she came up to me and said, "Can this year for Christmas, I've been really good can I get my pop back? And that Aww. really, really hit me hard because, like, I haven't lost any of my grandparents, thank God, but for a little girl to come up to an absolute stranger in this red suit, can't really see his face, and to come up and say, I want my pop back was, like, really brought me back and made it a little bit more humble for myself. So I really... That 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 day was a little bit hard for me because, obviously, I... I, all I could say was, um, I'll try my hardest, but I couldn't say yes because as Santa, sure. you can't promise anything, especially yep. of that caliber. And it was just, that was definitely a tough day. That's such a hard part of being Santa. And we haven't really gone into it too much in previous episodes yet, but um, 
dealing with some of those really emotional situations that really make you assess your own mortality and your immediate kind of surroundings and just bring you back from that really jolly, exciting, excited mm. kids and, and you that excited, I imagine you're the same as David and I, the, the kid inside that's just as excited to be yeah. playing Santa as what kids are sitting on your knee, but to bring it back to that real world moment of people are hurting mm. for whatever reason and Santa is, as a kid who doesn't understand the bigger picture of the world, their potential escape from them hurting yeah, for whatever reason. Happy, happy character and it might be Glimmer that only that they that they get that week and things mm. like that. So yeah. What like what sort of things have you encountered? Obviously that's a that's a fairly heavy one, but being a roaming Santa um, and being a freelance Santa, what are some things you've encountered that you didn't expect that you would encounter uh, as as a Santa in those kind of dynamics. Mm, um, yeah, so uh, everyone would assume Santa is this guy that sits at, at this big podium of like a king's type chair and has all these elves around him and gets these gorgeous photos in front of these um, gorgeous sets type things, which I'm sure both of you have done. Um, <laughs> yeah, but for me, I had none of that. It was just me in the suit and... It was definitely interesting walking around the local area and seeing all my friends and people that I knew and not being able to talk to them as Tom. So it was yeah. definitely mm. that was definitely interesting to see that difference. Like I, I had to always be in character. And when you when you've got to stay in character and you bump into a friend, that's it's yeah. really <laughs> difficult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and, and, and obviously that was um, the local so area. Yeah, you're roaming in your own local area, so you would probably know yeah. quite a lot of people. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, so um, like, yeah, it was definitely interesting walking around the local area and knowing quite a lot of people. <laughs> did you have any of those friends like help you out at all? Like, did they ever walk around with you and like be elves or uh, anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I had this one friend. Um, she would come around. I think she came around three times. I did Santa. Um, mm. So, for instance, we had there was this big Christmas uh, Twilight Market in uh, one of the back streets of the area, and we would walk around and there was Christmas everyone there was uh, there was performers singing and there was a dance group and everything it was really nice and um, that was a really really busy night for me because there would be families everywhere there's children everywhere all yelling mm. to come and um, talk to Santa and things like that and it was definitely. Uh, it was definitely more fun having one of my best friends there to yeah. enjoy this whole experience, even though was she this, was yeah. just an elf. Was this one of these friends that you roped into also doing pantomimes with you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, I did, uh, uh, before I did Santa, I was a part of a pantomime that my brother ran. My brother ran as Santa. And then when he left, I took up the reins and then I made my own pantomime group of some Amazing. of my best friends. So you were, you, were an, you were an elf for your brother, is that right? Yeah, so originally I was an elf <laughs> for my brother. Um, that was in 2018. Yeah, and so then yeah. You, you managed to put on the big red suit yourself and now yeah, you I run managed, your own I managed, I managed to take the big red suit from him and make it my own. 
Yeah, what a cool, what a cool thing. Um, yeah, it's yeah. something that we, you know, I, I'm I'm fairly talentless <laughs> when it comes to singing and <laughs> and stuff like that. So um, it's really interesting to to see, um, to speak about you know you you're doing more performances and um everything like that. So yeah, I think that's that's awesome. What tips do you have for? Uh, not just youngest other other young Santas who are like I'm 35. Obviously, a oh, fair step back from younger than I am. <laughs> For people who are who are your age, who you think would make great Santas, what do you think could encourage them to do it? But also, uh, being the freelance Santa, how do you go about getting the work as a young Santa when you don't look like on the surface that you could play the character? Yeah. Um, so big thing that to the most the, the biggest advice I could give is to just put everything into it have as much fun like let the little kid that is inside come out and just <laughs> become mm. this awesome character of Santa um so the way I got like the way my brother got the job at least um was uh through um like a local trading unit a uh, local traders unit uh union sorry um and he was seeing that he was doing a lot of performance and he was a jazz singer in one of the local bars in that town mm. and uh, someone, luckily, someone visited him and wanted to hire him as Santa and he, of course, said yes because why wouldn't you say, Santa, say yes to Santa? <laughs> exactly. so much fun. Um, but ways that I know how we got the pantomime going and I've also got a Christmas jazz group as well was that we just put ourselves out there. We um, went further than what most people's comfort zones are and we kind of just like kept begging to let <laughs> these uh, other programs happen so um, getting that pantomime to go that step further from when my brother did it to when I did it um, we did it in like a local uh, restaurant and then the next time we did it to, like for my time when I ran it and I was in the big red suit we did it in the main square of the suburb so it was, it was a big bigger step. bigger step yeah bigger audience um, yeah, and, bigger, and obviously yeah. you've, you've spoken about like you know taking it further and and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone. How much is help? Like, how much does the suit and the costume help oh, in terms of pushing enough. it further? Yeah, <laughs> it helps yeah. so much. Like, you go from being yourself, walking like yourself, and you put on this big red suit that is really heavy because it's usually made out of like velvet or some heavy material <laughs> that is like mm. top tier, awesome material, and you go into like becoming this other person, especially when you put on the wig and you put on the beard, it really, um, really changes the way that you live and walk around as that person. And it's really cool how it completely changes you. Absolutely. The, the I think the biggest downside is that it's so hot. Otherwise, I'd be more happy yeah. to wear it more often. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like it's, the, the suit without... The, um, the padding and stuff is so comfortable, but as soon as you add the padding, it just gets yeah. too hot. Uh, bloody hell. There's, there's yeah. an easy way to fix that, Tommy, and that is eat more pies. <laughs> that's yeah, that's no my... <laughs> and and you don't need the padding. <laughs> you just sweat all the time because it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a, we've, we've, Dave and I have spoken before about uh, our experiences with certain people being unsure about our age versus our look kind of what Santa should look like and if we have, you know, a, a younger kind of disposition. Have you encountered that with with some folk as you've been roaming around? Have you got any, like, evil eyes, not evil eyes, but, like, sidewards glances or or comments from, from folks who are like, hmm, you're a little bit young to play St. Nick? 
Yeah, um, it definitely happened quite a lot uh, as being a younger Santa, and that's not usually the image that people perceive as the man in the big red suit. Um, so for me, it happened a few times. So one particular story that I can tell is that uh, there was a local uh, all-women's choir that was doing a performance uh, in that square that I was just talking about. And we... Uh, so, like, with this, like in the square, they had this performance, and... Um, uh, I was asked to join. Like Santa was asked to join the performance <laughs> and follow along with the dance moves. Um, luckily for me, they weren't hard dance moves at all. It was a few step, step and tap and bit of clicks here and there. Um, Lovely. <laughs> but uh, after I finished like performing with them and they came up to me later on after they finished their set, they said to me, um, you moved a lot easier than an older Santa would. Uh, you were a lot younger. I'm like... Yes, I am a lot younger. I'm only 17. Um, and they were like, oh, that's crazy because um, we thought you were really cute. And I was like, oh, okay. Tommy! <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Hoping yeah. so <laughs> in the grandmas a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm getting the flirting flirts with all of the <laughs> older women in the area. It was uh, definitely an experience. <laughs> You got you've got fairly rosy cheeks already, Tommy. So maybe they were an extra shade of red that matched your <laughs> matched yeah, your exactly. suit. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely do find um, some, you know, older people flirting a lot. You know, we get it all the time. It's um, but that's part of the fun, isn't it? That's part of the fun. Yeah, no, yeah. it's definitely part of the fun. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely interesting when you get a whole bunch of these like older older um, women in the area and they're coming up to you and especially when one of them is one of your best friend's mums and that's really <laughs> <laughs> did, did they so, know yeah, oh, did they know it was you or did no, they, they just didn't know it was me at the time but <laughs> I uh, amazing quickly Brilliant. let them know because I said their name <laughs> and they're like oh my god is that someone I know and they, uh, <laughs> and they reevaluated what they were saying yeah <laughs> definitely interesting <laughs> You're speaking oh, to an underage boy here. You need to keep it, you know, keep it responsible, keep it professional. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you seen this person since? Uh, no, I haven't seen the mother before. Uh, no, not, I haven't seen the mother since, but I have seen one of, one of the mates that, that uh, was her son. Oh. And I let him know and he got very, very, very nervous. Yeah, I can imagine. I'd hate to, oh. hate to know that my mum had been flirting with Santa, you know? <laughs> Especially when he's Very. 17 under that costume. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you've got some fantastic stories there. And that's well, that's one of the key things, I think, um, as, a, as a Santa, you develop and you, you get these amazing stories that are great to tell at parties. You know, you, you've got all these, <laughs> these amazing stories that you can tell. And you get asked questions a lot. Um, mm. I guess, like, let, speaking of being a younger Santa again, do you have any... What, what, like you, you spoke, you've given a little bit of advice um, about you know, you know, putting on the suit and, and and giving it your all. Do you have any other final words of advice about being a Santa that um, you can put out there to whether it's a younger Santa or anyone just just a new Santa that's thinking about putting on the red suit this year? What kind of words of advice do you have? Um, just enjoy it. Like it's such a weird spectacle to become this big red guy that's everyone knows who Santa is and to become this image that everyone knows is definitely a challenge but it's so like it's breathtaking to get that experience and to bring smiles to hundreds of kids every day and 
also to like all the families, like all the parents, they always enjoy it. They always have fun, especially when you do a few little dance moves and stuff here and there. And you just really throw yourself into becoming Santa in the red suit and you just enjoy every minute of it, even mm, though yeah. there's highs and lows in doing anything. But it is so much fun. I highly recommend doing Santa. Have you got any, like... Have you, have you pitched it to friends who you think would be good? And, and what's the usual responses that you get from friends of a similar age? Yeah, so um, I have pitched it to a few of my friends. Um, none really younger than me. They're all roughly about my age, so 17, 18. Um, and all of their responses are all the exact same. Pfft, I couldn't do that, not at all. Um, and I was like, why not? Like, it's so much fun. Like, all my performer <laughs> friends, they're always just like, oh, I want to go be a performer for the rest of my life. I'm like, oh, try Santa, because Santa yeah. is amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's the best. What a fun job to have, especially at that time of the year. You know, uh, for I know for me, like, uh, when I started doing Santa, it was perfect time because it was, like, School was wrapping up for me as a teacher. Um, so, you know, I wasn't busy staying after school much. So it was like a, a looser time of the year for me. Um, but especially being a student, you know, a uni student or a school student, you have a ton of free time at the end of the year, usually, um, mm. to get involved with something like this. So, yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's a perfect opportunity there. Then that's another reason um, younger Santas should get on board because some of them tend to have more time on their hands than, you know, a lot of mm. other people. So, and, and are able to work more hours as well, I guess. Um, so yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's a good one. No, look, Tommy, thank you so much for um, allowing us to like give you a little bit of an interview today. Stay on the line. Cause we're yeah. going to, um, we're going to, we're going to talk about a few other things about being a young center. I'd love to hear your, your opinion. Um, yeah. So, um, but before, before we move on, just wanted to ask you, what's your favourite Christmas movie? Oh, the big question. Okay. Mm. Um, well, one that I've watched my whole life, and it was actually the first ever DVD that I bought with my pocket money when I was a child. Hey. Oh. Um, yeah, so this is, like, big to my heart, um, is The Grinch, because I'm a very wacky person, and watching Jim Carrey do Ooh. his do his thing in this green mask and becoming this weirdo to then becoming, like, this sweetheart... Is um, I've always loved it. It's the best. I like. I want to go live in Whoville, and I want to have Christmas <laughs> there. And oh, I'd, it, it'd be amazing. I'd love it. It's funny that you say that because I've thought about going freelance with my Santa stuff, but I've also thought about doing the Grinch. I reckon <laughs> I, the makeup would be really difficult, but I reckon I've seen this guy, or I don't know if you guys have seen this video on the internet, it went viral a couple of years ago. This guy in England somewhere being like putting on the Grinch character and um, absolutely amazing, making people laugh and like running across oh, the town. Yes, I think and, I know what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that would be the most fun thing to do. And I've been thinking about buying a Grinch costume, but I, I feel like. <laughs> I thought I looked at the the um, the makeup and all that kind of stuff that you'd have to do. It looks too like too much. So, but um, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I wonder if we'll start to see some more Christmas characters pop up around Christmas in the future years. You know, we've always got Santa. I think we're going to see lots of Mrs. Clauses um, coming around now. But I also mm. wonder if we'll see like the Grinch and stuff like that. It'll be. A really interesting, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Grinch is a, a brilliant movie and good choice. Um, yeah, just to understand uh, bringing new characters in. One of my friends actually did come up to me last year and she said, oh, do you need a Mrs. Claus? And uh, I was like, not this year, but um, I'll have a look into it next year because I reckon yeah. that'd be a lot of fun have, now walking around as like a couple and doing yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. I, th I reckon it'd be awesome. I th 
I think it's a good idea. I think there should be more Mrs. Clauses. Um, just because, I guess, like, I feel bad when, when my wife has to be an elf, you know? When I'm a <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, like, it should be much better as a Mrs. Claus, I reckon. Mm. Or mm. It gives, uh, it gives with- uh, you know, younger girls, like, you know, at least uh, someone to look, look, look up to, I guess, and stop seeing... Stop saying men in these big roles. I guess it would be good for, mm. for younger women too. So, My partner Lisa has expressed interest in, in being a Mrs. Claus and um, when things get a little bit less busy on her end, she'll definitely um, we'll go for the one-two, Mr. and Mrs. Claus and it'll be kind of cute. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Absolutely. That was... Um, um, we've, I've told you the uh, story about my wedding, but uh, in, in my wife's vows, I interrupted because she, uh, she said at the end, she said... Um, you know, I can't wait to be a future, you know, old Mr. and Mrs. Gill. Um, they're, they're, you know, <laughs> and I said, I said, don't, <laughs> I interrupted her vows. It was pretty rude of me, but I said, don't you mean a Mr. and Mrs. Claus? And, uh, but it got, look, it got a laugh. So. Go big or go home, Dave. That's go great. big. Love I love that. it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, great, great choice of movies. Great. I mean, yeah, it's been fantastic having you on board today, Tommy. Um, and all these discussions, I wanted to bring up, I, I don't know, um, whether you have to do this, uh, Jason, but I, I have to put makeup on, um, being a younger Santa. Um, I know that I feel really conscious about being a younger Santa. And mm. so I don't want to look like a younger Santa and I know nothing would ever be said, but I, I still, um, feel conscious of it. So I, I went and looked up my first year. I went and looked up how to do old man makeup, right? Or old person makeup <laughs> and wrinkle makeup and bought myself like an eyeliner, like a brown eyeliner. And I'd like paint in all my wrinkles and everything and just rub them in a little bit. And, um, obviously, uh, white eyebrow paint is essential yep. to making those eyebrows white. Um, and then ro- I do some rosy cheeks as well, just because I, I've always, I know that no one would say anything, like I said, but I just still feel conscious of it. Um, and it works all right. I guess no one, uh, you know, you can't, it doesn't look like makeup when I've got it on, uh, especially not in photos. You can't tell at all that it's makeup. I think up and up close, if there was a keen eye, they might be able to tell, but kids don't have that keen eye. Um, I find, I don't know. Do you, do, do you, um, wear any makeup you guys? I, I only wear some, um, a little bit of white on my, uh, eyebrows. And I also put a bit of baby powder on my um, face as well, just to kind of, it absorbs the sweat, but also just to kind of give it a little bit of, but for me, I I don't tend to do too much, partially because of the heat, but also mm. um, I think it's the, there's an element of you want the twinkle in your eyes and the kind of the, the smile lines around your eyes, which Tommy, you might be a little bit young to have just yet, but uh, I think that, that's a sign of a of a Santa, like the, the 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 happiness that you can kind of see, and so I kind of like to let that bit of natural just just be. Um, but also, like I said, kids. I remember as a kid that I would, if I was ten or twelve, I would think kids that are seventeen were like super old, super, super yeah. like much older than me anyway. So for me to be a thirty-five-year-old Santa, I'm already older than most of the kids who believe in Santa, and if it's a parent. As long as I give off the Santa energy and kind of look the part, that's more important than if I look like I'm 75 or 80 in Santa years, I think. And if I can bring that, like we mentioned, I think a couple of weeks ago, 
if you can bring the joy and the um, that special moment, that's more valuable than if the Santa is just that touch, looks that touch younger. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I guess I guess it's yeah that you, you've you've hit the nail on the head, and I don't know why I I do it. I've just I've just always done it um, as soon as yeah. I put the Santa costume on. But you're right; I probably wouldn't need to. Um, it's certainly not an expectation of um, any of the, the the clients or companies I've worked for as a Santa. But um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I I, th- I guess for me, it makes me feel more comfortable, and that's, that's um, that works for me. Yeah, hundred percent, and that's yeah. Tommy sort of mentioned that before, like once you put on the suit, you feel comfortable and you feel in the character. So if that's part of your transformation into the character, yeah, every Santa is that little bit different, um, but we just got to make sure that if we're working with another Santa, we either give that little bit of rest space between the two or communicate because if, you know, a Santa that might be five foot ten and relatively skinny is on set, or doing it, take a break, and then a six foot five, one hundred and sixty kilo guy that's my size comes in. It's kind of like, hmm, what happened to Santa? Did he eat a very big lunch? Did he put on silk or, or whatnot? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tommy, do you do you wear makeup at all? Or um, I wear a little bit of. So I put lipstick on my cheeks to make it really, really rosy. Um, Amazing. So like, like I like a little Q-tip, and I like. Uh, do like a little circle and smudge it out to make it more realistic. Um, I also um, put, I do a little bit of um, like wrinkles, obviously, because I'm only uh, 18 <laughs> now, so like I definitely need to add them. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I, like I do little touches. I don't add like big face makeup because I'm wearing a mask and uh, not a mask, sorry, a wig, and obviously the hair as well. And really, the only thing, and also glasses. So the really only thing that you can see are really my eyes, so I only really, like my eyes and my cheeks, so I really only just do that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, just enough to, I guess, yeah, it, it, you probably feel conscious being, you know, 17 or 18, just yeah. like I do at, at 25, 26. Just, just, you just want to make sure um, that you, you fit the part. You feel, uh, you feel a little bit, I don't know, you feel, might feel a little bit judged, but even though no one's judging, but still, I think it's yeah. one of those things. I definitely, um, I definitely feel obligated to become the character in the full swing of it. So in the best way adding possible. That, adding, yeah. In the best way possible. Um, like, uh, it de- definitely doesn't make me feel any worse about being Santa. Like it's so much fun doing it, and like adding a bit, bit of makeup, uh, adding a bit of makeup does definitely bring a little bit more uh, theatrics to it, which is what I really enjoy about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so I, I guess we're, we're going to wrap up a little bit, and um, I think we're going to give a little bit of information, or you know, um, out there to. to people that may be listening that want to become a younger Santa or how they can get involved. Um, but I wanted to talk just lastly about the voice. Um, mm. it's another the TV thing that show younger or... Santas... <laughs> what was that? Sorry. The TV, the TV show, show or the, yeah, this is the <laughs> voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about entering as, as, uh, as the, Santa. Big, the big man. Yeah. Just seeing how Could we go as a barbershop trio. Do you think? As yeah. Barbershop Santa Christmas quartet trio. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds fun. great. um no of course i'm talking about you know putting on that voice and and i guess uh another thing that probably for for the mums and dads that are there with their kids would be able to tell uh, who is a younger santa based on their voice um i think that older um 
people definitely develop a, a different voice. Um, it sounds a little bit differently. And I know that I've always been, at first, when I was becoming a I was like, oh, there's no way, there's no way I can put on an old voice that sounds believable. Um, but I figured out that I could after a bit of practice and annoying my wife in the car by being Santa <laughs> for hour-long you know, drives. Um but there's definitely there's definitely ways to 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 get that big boomy thing across. I mean, what what, what did you do for your voice uh, the first time you had to think about putting that voice on, Tommy? Um, so for me, like I naturally have a higher registered voice. Mm. Yeah. Um, so taking a little bit lower was a little bit difficult at the start, but once you get into that character, it's like the only way you can talk. So you start <laughs> yeah. to become and grow that way, which is really fun. Um, yeah. The thing that really helped with my like transformation of voice was having the wig. Like I always practice with the wig because having it mm. kind of muffled my voice and that way I could come off lower yeah. a little bit. But um, I had to make sure I still spoke really clearly so that everyone yep. would still understand it. Yeah, the beard, the beard helps, um, and and yeah, putting on that big low voice, speaking a little bit louder, and I I, I sometimes do a little bit of a Sean Connery lisp as well, you know, um, <laughs> to pick that up somewhere. But it's really funny that you said that once you start doing it, you can't stop. I have, I have a funny story. Um, your principal, um, who was my my boss, uh, yeah. came came for a visit uh, to see Santa last year, and as she was coming through, I was like, oh, that's that's my boss, <laughs> um, but. A, you couldn't switch out a character because once you're in the character, you can't anyway. But B, even mm. like afterwards when she said, you know, oh, that's a good voice you've got. I, I couldn't, still couldn't say thank you. I said, thank you. <laughs> like in a big Santa <laughs> voice as well. Like, <laughs> could not switch out. And I, and I had to I had to apologize the next day. It's <laughs> just, I'm so sorry. I couldn't switch out. It was nice to see you. <laughs> like, yeah, funny. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So there's some tips and tricks. Anyway, it's that big, deep voice. The 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 the, the wig and the um, beard definitely help. Sean Connery lisp if you if you can do it. <laughs> um, yeah. What about Jason, have you got any tips for the voice? I I agree with what Tommy was saying in that speaking slower. Mm. I talk deeper, and if you've listened to the, the, all the podcast episodes, you'll hear when I get excited and talk faster. And my voice goes up like this. But if I'm a bit more relaxed and talking slower, it's deeper. So that's part of it. But also, like you said, with the beard on, uh, it my mouth has to sit a certain way for the beard to look good. So it all just it becomes this muscle memory after a while on how to hold my face and my jaw and uh, speaking from my diaphragm rather than from <laughs> my sinus. All things that you learn in, in various acting and whatnot classes, but mm. yeah, it's, it's, uh, we could just keep t- gushing about how much we enjoy it, but, uh, <laughs> but we just want to thank you heaps, Tommy, for coming and having a chat and, um, we'll definitely have a chat down the track and, um, if any, if, if it's really, uh, if there's someone who, you know, uh, if you're listening and, and someone, you know, who you think would make a great Santa, as we've said in the past, it doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be fat, doesn't have to be. There's no real qualifiers no. other than the joy of Christmas and oh, mm. wanting to see uh, see kids smile. Yeah, um, I've, worked, I've Car- worked with a five five and a half foot um, skinny dude before as a Santa. Mm. Like it, it works. Yeah, yeah. I've actually um, worked with when I did elves. I worked with a lady that did Santa, and she Fantastic. was like this small 
little girl, like little lady, and she cool. was just having the best time. You could tell it was a woman because she was like quite high pitched, but for some reason she decided to still go with Santa and not Mrs. Claus. Love it. That's so yeah, cool. I like cool. highly. Oh, she was amazing. She was so much fun to work with. So if if you know if if you're that person or you know someone, whether it's a partner, a grandparent, a cousin or a friend who you think would make a great Santa. Um, send us an email and we'd love to try and convince them whether we bring them on the show and have a chat and try and convince or, you know, if you want some things, you know, if you want some, some, some tips on how to get them excited for it. Because as we've all said, once you get started, it's, uh, it's amazing. So, Tommy, thanks for coming on. Thank you. And yeah, uh, nice we'll chat to you again um, soon. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. And, Tommy, we usually end it by doing a big ho-ho-ho. So, Dave, <laughs> do you want to count us in and we'll all do a ho-ho-ho? And right, uh, are you ready? Three, yep. two, and one. Ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-ho-